Stand by for pre-show banter. Say hi, Duchess. Hi, Duchess. Oh my god, he's got video going. Whoa. Hello. How you doing, buddy? Hello. I'm excited now. I'm a podcast virgin. Uh, I'm a bit nervous, but I'm, I'm hoping I'll do okay. It'll probably be fine. Jimmy, unfortunately, as Mike's probably said, is well into Fortnite. Fortnite, yeah. Hugely into Fortnite. And uh, my daughter, Madeline, she's she's really big into PUBG at the moment. She's okay. just, uh, she plays a lot of duo. I gotcha. Where's Antonio? So don't you worry, people. We're going to start any minute now. Are you just paranoid that people are just walking past her and just thinking, oh my God, that guy really stinks? Eh, eh, Antonio, you there? Welcome then. Hey, <laughs> all right. Hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello there. Yes. Tattoo man on the screen. Hello. Whoa. I'll turn myself off now. We got to see and then I see a My Little Pony, so that's a big contrast. Hello. <laughs> no, he looks exactly like a My Little Pony avatar. Oh, my daughter right. drew that for me. Oh, that's very cute. Yeah, that's cute. She's mad talented, dude. He's got ginger hair as well. Well, I was going to wait for this, but I might as well go ahead and play it now. Oh, hey, ginger balls. But hello, yes, hello. Yes. I am, I am the, the. Let's start guy. the motherfucking show, bitch. Everybody ready? Yeah. Yeah. And away we go. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Oh, I get it. I get joke. News, reviews, and an indie pick. Stew story time and Chinese game breakers. Here comes Duke with the sound by Savior. Is today's hectic lifestyle making you tense and impatient? Shut up and get to the point! It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. You gotta be that fing diamond in the rough. Yeah, boy! Can we say Switch that console off before you have to press repeat, yo? I am recording. Hey, welcome everybody to episode number 443 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. I'm Duke. And I'm under the influence of alcohol. Woo, alcohol. And I'm neither Stuart or Chinny. <laughs> we do have a Chinny, except it's a different Chinny. Everybody say hello to Pete Chin. Hello. Hello. Oh, thank God. And also with us is Antonio. Hello, I'm back again. Hello. Yay. So, we should explain that Chinny is in A&E. And for our American listeners, oh, that means uh, ambulance. Arts and entertainment. And entertainment. Thank you, Duchess. Yeah. <laughs> what does it actually stand for? Uh, Accidents and emergency. Accident and emergency. Yes? Asses and ears. Right. You just, yeah, the Dutch is just going to be chiming in every 30 seconds or so. She'll just say, like when we say, you know, PUBG, she'll say P-U-B-G stands for. Oh, she's walking away now. Uh, she will not be commanded. She's not some goddamn uh, dancing monkey. Anyway, uh, so Chinny's in A&E, not himself, but he, everything's fine. He's there with a, a loved one who's just getting checked out. Um, but because he was promoing the show and talking about how great it was going to be, he felt like he uh, owed the people an explanation. So there's your explanation, people. Piss off. <laughs> and Stu's on holiday. I don't remember exactly where he is. Do, Antonio, do you remember what he said about where he's going? He's locked under I his bed. want to get somewhere in Italy? 
He is in his like, dick. Yeah. yeah, exactly. In Italy. Well, that that's a lovely. That was place my. To that's go. my guess. Okay. Well, I hope Stu's in Italy because I've been there and it's a great place. But I don't know for sure exactly where he is. He might be, as uh, Pete said, he might just be in his dick. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, how are you guys doing? You go first, Pete. You're new. You're new I'm, to this scene. I know. This is my first podcast, and I'm absolutely shitting myself. But first it's fine. Ever. I'm under the influence of alcohol, and I'm I'm a little bit more relaxed. So oh, uh, I'm yeah. good. Thank you so, very much. So which alcohol is it? Uh, it's it's um, Red oh. Stripe. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. So it's appropriate that Antonio said Wagwan earlier. Uh, yeah, Jamaican, Jamaican, Jamaican longer beer. It. It's pretty cool. Absolutely. Hmm. Well, I am totally sober. I did have a Bloody Mary at brunch this morning, but um, I am stone cold sober now, drinking water. So there's that. <laughs> and Antonio, you should go back from the gym, huh? I'm, I'm just tired. You're under the influence of fatigue. Here's I'm under the influence Eddie of Eddie Grant. To give it a Jamaican feel. That's the first song I ever listened to in my electric car when I bought it, by the way. So, oh really? Yeah. How many years we electric, waiting for to do that? Electric Avenue. Avenue. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Well, this show is going to be popping and locking. Let me tell you what, because we don't have two of our regular hosts, but we've got exciting new guest hosts, and I'm here. So let's get things started with a story my time. My favorite time. It's story time. Story, story, story time. Pete, go tell us an interesting story. Oh, well, do you know what? It's been a really busy week for me. So uh, I've bought a new car this week. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, it's not it's nothing flash. I've had to, I'm, I'm very simple as far as uh, as as far as materials that you could own. Um, yeah, yeah I've, got, I've got a new car. It's an eco friendly thing. It's like 20 pound to tax and it's really good on the fuel. So uh, it's like this real little dinky red motor that everybody keeps on laughing at me. And, but I don't, I don't give a shit. Uh, so I hey. bought a new car. Take uh, you from place going. to place. That's what a car is for. Huh? Take you from place to place. That's what a car is for. Who needs Yeah, exactly. I just need to get to work and back into no the to the, to the swim pool. So I don't care. Fuck them. Um, yeah. I've, I've also, uh, we've booked a holiday. Me All and right. Cheryl, we're going to Bulgaria. Nice. Oh. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. Why and did you choose today, Bulgaria? Uh, today has been a real long day. We had a we had a big hearty breakfast, and then we went to the swimming pool because Shell did a sponsored swim today, and she's um, she swam two mile for the East African playgrounds, nice. and it's uh, uh, she did it in an hour and forty five minutes, and I swam alongside her. Yeah. Um, to support her, and yeah, she's she's done fantastic. So I'm really proud of what she's done today. So yeah, this week's been really busy. Um, so yeah, I've been swimming myself for an hour and forty-five minutes, and I'm shattered. But yeah, hey oh, I'm here. Cool. Yeah. And why did you choose Bulgaria as your holiday destination? Uh, we've both never been there before. Um, it's some place that we just really don't know much about. At least it's uh, safe to go to. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be pretty cheap, uh, hot. And yeah, we just thought we'd, we've not gone in the main part where all the, you know, where all the young ones go in, uh, I think it's called Sunny Beach, but we've uh-huh. gone south of there. Uh, we've gone to Nessie Bar, which is not, not far away. Uh, but apparently there's a little island with, it's got loads of um, uh, archaeological museums and churches and stuff, which is the old town of uh, the old Nessie Bar. So I'm looking forward to going there and seeing that, which I'll say we both are. So yeah. So yeah. you said you don't want to go where the young ones are? You don't want to hear Rick screaming, Vivian! 
<laughs> uh, zing. No, absolutely not. No. Yeah. No. Well, all right. And Antonio, you got any fun stories from this week? I moved. Yeah. How was that? It's moving. What are you gonna do? You know. But <laughs> luckily, funny. I'm. You know, I only have enough stuff. I basically have games, and that's it in clothes. Right. So it all fits in a pickup truck. Well, you got that's what right. you need. So. Yeah. It's funny, um, we moved my uh, father-in-law out of his house into a sort of assisted living facility, and w- the that was the cure for my insomnia. When we were there for like a week, packing up everything mm-hmm. he owned, I realized I was sleeping in for the first time in like years, and we're trying to figure out like, what is it about this trip that makes me want to sleep in? And finally, the Duchess is like, well, we're only moving boxes around. There's no video games. There's nothing to do except move boxes. So if I have trouble sleeping, I try to tell myself like tomorrow is box moving day, and then I won't want to jump out of bed for that. Mm. So did you sleep um, well when you were moving, Antonio? I actually did. Well, there you go, people. I, I, I had more than like four hours sleep for the first yeah. time in like two odd years. See? Moving boxes is a surefire cure for insomnia. It is. And then, I want, and then I'm going from moving boxes to moving shit because I'm going back to work for a couple months as a cleaner oh, in yeah. hospital for old people. So uh, lots of uh Is it going to be shit, like Derek? Literally. So, Antonio, going to the gym, does that make you sleep more? It actually doesn't. Wow. It gets you more pumped up because you're tired for a little bit, but then yeah. your blood's going, like you're ready to go and do something else. Yeah, I remember like having podcast. a sleep doctor tell me, like, "Hey, you should get more exercise; it'll help you." And I haven't had, I haven't seen it do any though. impact on That's my just me. sleep at all. But I, I do have one thing. Um, so I did an interview recently with your great brother, Michael Chin, Pete, and he said that when I was on the show last time with Rob, we were too polite; we were not interrupting each other like normal. So I feel we should improve that maybe a bit to make the show more regular make it feel oh, more regular fuck yourself there you go <laughs> yeah that's uh, <laughs> too polite I don't, I don't understand how anybody can be all worked up about us being too polite and yes i know that it says the witcher 3 i tried to change it on restream god damn it it didn't update it the you do it on the actual me? twitch bit what you but i'm not logged in as veteran gamers am i i'm logged in as duke's gath i'm supposed to log <sighs> out and log back in you are, yes. Well, but it, it's re- I can't do it when it's recording, can I? Or when it's streaming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're here now, don't we? Yeah, well, then what are you complaining about it in the chat version. for, I then? I want to know your mistake. Which you there you go, ass. we interrupt each other. There you well, go, doing better already. We're doing to better be already. Less polite, Duchess, so that's why I'm being loud. Antonio told me that. He said that Chinny told him that. Mike Chin, not the cool Chin. <laughs> All right, we, we, <laughs> we got to move on here. What you been playing? I'm going to go first because there's not a whole lot for me to talk about, so I will go ahead and get it done. Um, Yeah, I've been playing some Rocket League. What a shock, I know. It's crazy to think about, but it's true. Um, There's not much to say about it, really. Uh, It's because you haven't been playing with me. It's because I haven't been playing with Antonio. That would be good if I were, but I'm not. So, um, yeah, I've just been uh, trying to get back up to platinum for doubles, but it's been tough because I've been getting a lot of randoms, and it's really pissing me off, pissing me off. I should do it in for real time rather than just saying it. Pissing me off. 
anyway, uh, yeah, that's Dude. Rocket League. There's nothing to Dude. say. Well, yes. so, so, okay, let, let me get this. Let me get this straight because I hear you talk about Rocket League every yes. single week when I'm yes. listening to this in the car, and I'm thinking, hang on. What is the attraction to this game that makes this geezer play this game every single week? Come on, what? What I mean, is it because you've got a stressful job or you've got an intense job and you just want to get back and just play something that just makes your mind just? Well, if that were know? it, I wouldn't play Rocket League because Rocket League uh-huh. is not a cure for having a stressful job. In fact, quite the opposite. Really? Uh, Do you reckon that makes it? Work? I've only played a couple of games, and I thought it was quite entertaining. I mean, I don't like football personally. I think it's shit. But um, <laughs> uh, that's no other way. No other way I can put it. But yeah, it just makes me think. Hey, how can you return to this game religiously, like you are, um, without even getting slightly bored with it? So uh, that's actually a good question. And to be- tell you the truth, I don't know if I know the answer to that because. <sighs> I've it's very rare that I have a com- multiplayer game that I am this consistently into. Even Call of Duty, which I've played for many many years, I would have periods where I would go to it and then go out of it and go to it and go out of it. But yeah. with Rocket League, I've been consistently into it ever since I really, you know, got into it. So, it's weird. I think the best way I can describe it is by saying that Oh man, what did I move the screen? Sorry. What the heck is going on here? Um So Ah. Sorry. Trying to get the stream right. I'm bad at this streaming thing. Okay, so here's the thing. I believe it's fair to say that it's the thrill of scoring and the thrill of winning. So that when I sit down to play, there's a part of my brain when I sit down to play video games just in general, there's a part of my brain that says Okay, you want that feeling of scoring a goal, of flying through the air and hitting the ball just right so that it goes in the goal. Because it's unlike anything else in a video game I've ever had. Even playing so, you know, football games, yeah. I, yeah. I, it's not the same thing. There's a fluidity of the movement. There's, it's, a, it's a kind of you know, flying around and the power and the feel when the controller shakes after you score. It's, uh, it's just something else. It's really hard to describe it, I think. Oh, cool. So that's the best I can do for an answer for why I play Rocket <laughs> League so much. But again, it's kind of a mystery to me too. I got to be honest. Antonio, anything you can add? Uh, for me, it's just that I know what to do every time. It's something that I can play for a half an hour, an hour, and just legit just have fun of it. That's yeah. that's all I can really say is I just go and have fun of it. Right. And um, that and the kind of the ranking system I do enjoy quite a lot. And I just kind of respect Rocket League in a way because I've been there since day one. Not to be one of those guys, but I was yeah. there day one. I saw how it was a great game, but very simple, very lacking content. And then to see it grow and emerge so much to have partnerships with things such as Monster Cat and mm-hmm. stuff like that, it's been weird to see it grow. And I kind of want to almost stick to it because yeah. it feels like one of my games, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's not. Millions of people play it, but it feels like a personal game in a weird way to me. So, how much do you think you've spent in total on this game? Because I, know, after I hear you guys like, have a look saying that you bought these things. Are you about have money? a look live. Let's have a look right now live. For me, it is 300 hours. Oh, no, he's talking about money, I think, aren't you, Pete? Yeah, I'm on about money, sorry. Oh, money, I haven't spent a dime apart from the, uh, oh, okay. the game. Yeah, I, right, so I've, I've sold trading cards and stuff, but I've never put actual money into the game. I mean, aside from buying. I, I never buy, I don't pay for cosmetics unless I get it in-game. I never mm-hmm. do that. 
even with something like Fortnite or Overwatch, I never did that. Yeah, which is funny because I hear my students talk about buying stuff for Fortnite, and I'm just like, are you nuts? Yeah. What are you talking about? I mean, right. I said it last time, I kind of prefer that because when people see me, you know, in a basic gear, they think, oh, I'm shit. And then when I do well, okay, they kind of, you know, before they realize I'm okay, they're dead. But that's the thing in, in Rocket League, nobody, I've never had anybody comment uh, on what anybody has on their car or occasionally a goal explosion will get a little bit of attention. But yeah, like the rare. crown I got from season one, no one's ever really noticed it, but I still like yeah. it. Right. Well, it looks cool and it's special. It's unique. Not Not very many people have those. That's true. So, all right. Anything else you want to ask us about Rocket League? Because here's your chance. You're never gonna. We're never gonna talk about it again. <laughs> yeah. Can you not fucking talk about it next week? <laughs> I promise nothing. Why are you obsessed? <laughs> Why am I obsessed? I just tried to explain it. That's the best I can do. I, didn't, I wasn't listening. You weren't listening. Well, I don't know what to tell you. This is gonna come out in podcast form, Duchess. Thank you for your interest. <laughs> Moving on. All right. So Fallout. Um, yes. Thank you, Duchess, for showing me the turtle okay so fallout um i'm doing a run through of fallout of course and i know what a lot of people are going to say what else is there to say about fallout blah 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 but as i mentioned last week uh there's companions so i didn't have my current companion the last time i did a run through and did y'all have companions have you played this yeah i mainly stuck with piper i really liked her She's cool. I like Piper. Uh, Pete, have you played the Fallout games? Duke, I'm like you. I'm a Bethesda fucking fanboy. Yeah. Now, I, I love Fallout 3 So how many times 4. have you oh, played yeah, through but... Fallout 4? Huh? How many times have you played through Fallout 4? Twice. Yeah. Um, I've, I've put, I, feel like, I felt like I put my life into 3 and 4. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing I haven't done is bought the DLCs. Oh, and. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why I've done that. I don't know whether it's because I put so many hours in and then I got to the point where... Because I'm, I'm, I'm real big into grinding. I'll, I'll just yeah. go hell for leather at a game and I won't stop. It will be my life until I've completed absolutely everything and I feel like I've exhausted the whole game. Yeah. And I feel like I've done that with 3 and 4. And the reason I think why I don't buy the DLCs is one... Um, it, it, well, it's more money that I got to part with on a game, yeah. so I don't, I don't feel like I should do. Uh, yeah, I two, uh, I don't want to be disappointed because I, I, I felt really satisfied by playing both of those games. I cannot wait to the to, to uh, Fallout seventy six comes oh, out, yeah. and I, I don't know. I don't know whether it's just I build up my excitement and I wait for the next game to come out. That's fair. So, I mean, I, did you play the uh, DLCs for three? No. No, really? um, wow. no, I, no, no, no. Oh my goodness! Uh, one of them. What was the? There was a space mission, wasn't there? Yeah, um, yeah. Mothership Zeta, Mothership I think Zeta. it was. Yeah, yeah. And I, I heard so many good, uh, uh, so many good reports from friends about that. And I, I, yeah. I, I was tempted at one point, and then I thought, no, I'm gonna walk. One back. of the um, DLCs broke my PS3. Because really? Mass Effect, uh, Mass Effect, hello. Fallout 3 on PS3 was r- the buggiest version, and mm. uh, Operation Anchorage, I think, is the DLC. Okay. The yeah, one we yeah. like, it's all snowy and shit. That bricks. Yeah your PS3 if you save at really? a certain point it was never patched oh, no. so there, I there, did all yeah. the DLCs luckily first but that I never beat that DLC because it broke my PS3 huh that sucks <laughs> that's why you PS3 all that shit and by the way um, I don't know if I mentioned this last week but apparently there's supposed to be VATs in Fallout 76 which no I don't way I don't understand how that's supposed to work no I don't get it but hmm. that's what Todd Howard said so 
Because I remember that being one of your your points the last time you spoke about oh, Fallout yeah. 76, that it, it wasn't going to be there. So I'm really shocked about this. The only thing I know about this uh, game, it's going to be released in... That's another thing I don't do. I don't look into it heavily before it's released. Right. I just wait. I like to, I'm like a little excited child waiting for this to come out. And, well, I generally uh, have know, that attitude, yeah. Huh? I generally yeah. have that attitude as well. Well, I, I'm, I, I went to a game shop the other day when I went shopping with the, with the, with the family, and I noticed that it was coming out November 14th. So yeah. I said to my partner, Shell, I was like, this is all I want for my birthday. Please do not buy me anything else. Just get me this game. Yeah. Um, so I've laid that out already, and I cannot wait. But that's all I know about the game. Word. So who did you travel with when you played Fallout 4? Um, Minuteman. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Did you have? Uh, yeah. Did you have like Preston Garvey with you? Did you take the dog? Did you hang out with? Uh, what's the, what's that? Oh, I'm trying to think of that guy in uh, the the one with the uh, the top hat. Um, the top hat. You mean the fedora? The, 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 the one that you go to. You go to those little three pods, and you have to. Um, pods. You you have to transfer something from your mind into his or something like that. Oh, like the memory what? den. There was somebody in there. I'm trying to oh. think of his name. Do you know what? I'll Google it. I'll find out. How about Later. that? I don't, I don't know if I know who you're talking about. That's very interesting. Uh, well, yeah. I traveled with Kate, uh, who is... She's a right bastard. <laughs> like, she's... Okay, so you meet her in the combat zone, and she's doing these cage matches against raiders and stuff. And eventually I was like, okay, I'll travel with her, because I haven't you know, done the run-through with her yet. I did Piper one time, and I did, I think I did Piper my first time through, and then I did Nick Valentine the second time through. So I was with Kate, and like, she's such a bastard. So if I posted something on Reddit today because I came across this dude who was like dying, and he said, Please, do you have any water? And I gave him some water, and it said, Kate disliked that. And I'm like, I'm saving this dude's life by giving him a little bit of water, and you're mad at me. Like, what the hell? What kind of psychopath are you, lady? <laughs> and I, I did say top hat. It's a cowboy hat. It was Nick Valentine. And, Nick Valentine, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, was he Cosworth? The other. The... Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I just stuck with those. Yeah, I, sure. I'm not. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't get heavily involved into sharing all these companions and going into going into going into 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 depth. I just I just want to get out there and explore. I yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, me. I think it's tricky because there have been. A number of games where companions, I don't know, like I've never really worked with companions in Skyrim a lot. Like Lydia's the only one I'll go with, or maybe Mjol because she's cool. But you know, I like to travel alone in Skyrim for the most part. But yeah, I think that something about the Fallout games—they feel so desolate and I don't know, despairing—that having a companion just makes it a little less terrible. I guess I don't know. And I think that they did a good job with creating the characters in Fallout 4. Because I think Nick Valentine's a pretty interesting character. And I think Kate is a really interesting character. Once I got into her story. So she had been at the combat zone for a while. And then, after you know, you travel with them for a little while. They'll tell you some of their backstory. You travel with them a little more. They'll tell you more. And, like, she went through hell and back. Like, her parents? I'm going to give some spoilers for Fallout 4. So heads up, people. Warning! 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 This game that came out ten years ago. Um, <laughs> her parents, when she turned eighteen, they put a shock collar on her and sold her into slavery. It was like, what the what? 
<laughs> and so she had this like horrible, atrocious childhood, and it was just so nasty and terrible. And then I traveled with her a little more, and then she's like, all right, I got to tell you something. I've been addicted to Psycho my whole life. I've been huffing it while we we're here and like thinking you wouldn't notice. You must think I'm a total piece of shit. And I was like, whoa, this, this girl's got problems. So we go to this vault where there's like some machine that will cure any addiction. And like we have to fight our way in and then get to the machine. And I was like, I don't know what this is going to do. <laughs> I was ready for anything. But all that happened was she got cured and then that was the end of it. So I don't know. I thought it was kind of interesting. I thought uh, Codsworth was the most helpful character to be around. I think every uh, every place that you explored, I, th- I found as though he gave the most tips as whether you should do this or do that. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just found Codsworth the, the, probably the most, uh, the one I could pull up with the most as well. He didn't really talk that much. And, yeah. you know, you get some of the some of the companions and they just talk the arse off you and yeah, you just, you just want to... Well, that's the other thing is Nick off. Valentine can hack computers pretty well. Yeah. Kate, yeah. is, Kate is really good at picking locks. So I uh, actually, the character I'm doing now was a total nerd. Like I put yeah. everything into his intelligence and uh, I guess like agility or dexterity, one of those. And so they're probably the same thing in Fallout. But anyway, he had zero strength. And so as soon as I started the game, I was like, God, I can't carry anything. I need to put some level points into strength. Because now that I'm out of the vault, you know, my character is getting stronger. You have to, you know. Yeah. But yeah. he could hack everything because he's very high intelligence. But he can't do shit with a, you know, lockpick. So it's good that I have Kate along because anytime I need to open a door, I'll be like, hey, Kate, get to work. But the other what? thing was we found a missile launcher at one point and I let her have it. And then... After that, every fight we came to, she's launching missiles at him. We're in a hallway. There's, like, no place for us to go. And she... I'm like, Kate, could you cool it with the missile launcher, please? So I think number three, Fawkes was my guy. I, he was with me. For oh, the Fox entire, is good, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was good. He was yeah. quiet as well. He, didn't, he, didn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't too much trouble in the ear. And I don't yeah. like that. I don't like aggro. That's oh, yeah. what I heard. When I heard about uh, Far Cry Five, and you, you've constantly got that pressure, like you're yeah. in war with the town bully or something, I, right, I, I, I don't right. like that. I just want to, I want to explore in my own time, and I want to, I want to see things, you know, in my own way. I don't want, oh, I don't yeah. want to be pressured into anything. So, um, yeah, and that's why I put hours and hours into these games because it gives you that option. That's cool. Well, anyway, that's me done. I didn't necessarily need to talk about both of them at once. We should have done a round <laughs> robin. My bad. But uh, Pete, how about you? What have you been playing? Uh, lately, um, well, last week I completed, I'm a little bit behind the times, um, but I've, I've just, I've, I hung my hat basically with gaming. I thought, fuck this, I'm done. After I played Gears of War 3, uh-huh. I got uh, the achievements Seriously 3. I don't know, have you, have you oh. heard of these achievements? Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's getting a million kills or something, I think. You well, um, that's that's in, it's 100,000 kills. Seriously 2 oh. is in number, in number 2. Uh, but in number three, you had to get all onyxes on 72 medals. You had to get uh, the complete the game on insane. You had to complete 50 waves of horde on insane, and it, it was it was a laborious task. It took me about 13 months, and I was just like, I've had enough. I've, I'm absolutely done in. I got through two Xboxes when I was playing that game, Damn. and I, I, just, I put so much time into it. I just thought, fuck it, I'm, I've had enough. But 
just recently listening to podcasts, listening to this show, especially, and, um, you know, talking to my brother, I've, I've got back into it and I thought, do you know what? I'm going to play Gears of War 4. I'm not going to get into Seriously 4. I'm just going to look at the game itself. So that, I Famous completed last that last words. week. Huh? Famous last words. Well, I know. Yeah, well, I, I completed the game last week. And when I started the game, I just thought, shall I just play this on its normal difficulty level? No, I'm going to play it on insane. I want something challenging. And it took me four weeks. And yeah. I, found it, I found it really tough on my own because I, I completed the whole game on my own. Um, I found I found the cutscenes great. I found I found the storyline really good. Uh, the bosses I found were so tough uh, on your own and insane. I mean, there was the the pouncer, the snatcher, the yes. swarmack, and the, I think the swarmack took me about four days to do. Yeah. Um, Damn. And it was so difficult. Um, but when I got to the end, I found that the last boss, the 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 hive. Uh, beast or the hive i don't know whatever it was the thing that was just protecting the whole thing yeah. uh was just the easiest boss in the in the whole game and it just really? took me minutes to do yeah oh. and i was just i was really shocked so gears of war 4 I yeah i loved it and i cannot wait for the next one to come out now um, and did you play the horror <clears throat> mode at all or was it just the story mode that you played no no but I, I, well saying that when i first started the game i played horde mode online I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what a fabricator was, and I didn't know what it was. It, it, its purpose was within the horde. Have you have you played horde mode on Gears of War? I've played the third I one, have. but I haven't. I have four. You have. All right. Okay. Time. Well, there's this thing called a fabricator, and it's just like a, a tool chest, basically. And you can you you keep on topping it up with uh, gold coins after you've killed these locusts and yeah. different enemies, and you can basically build your own. Uh, you, you build your your own security around you. You know. Sure. Um, you fortify the area that you're working in, and um, I didn't know any of this. So, and I was I was taking some kills, and I was being a little bit cheeky. And in the end, everybody just left, and I was just left on my own. And I just thought, oh, everybody just thinks I'm a wanker. And I'm that was I'm my sure. exact same first experience. So, I got to like wave about twenty odd, and then people realised it's my first time playing Gears Four. I went, yeah, no, no. Yeah. See, but what did and I it, mean taking kills? Like, when, who? How is it your kill? Well, I, I, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily as much taking kills. What what well, I got I got the concept of the of the fabric of the fabricator in the end. I thought, well, you've got to put money into into this fabricator to create uh, security around your base. And when people were getting uh, when people were getting kills and they were killing locusts, you get this gold icon that appears. So it shows you that you've got to collect this 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 coin or whatever it was. Uh, to bring back to the fabricator. And I was going out, instead of letting the person who actually killed the locust, I was going out myself and just collecting it because I just thought, well, they're just leaving it there. So I just thought, well, I was helping everybody as a team, but nobody doesn't see it like that online. They were they were almost like, no, that was my kill. That's my coin, and I'll go and get that whenever I want. And I was, I was uh, that's how I felt anyway. I felt a little bit um, a bit pushed out. And by the, by the time the other three people left, I was just like, well, it, yeah, it was obvious that I shouldn't have done that. But... And I thought, well, forget it. I don't know anybody who's playing this game. I'm just going to get on with uh, playing Insane on um, on the campaign mode. And I really enjoyed that. I thought it was great. Uh, so that's what uh, that's one thing I've been playing. Um, yeah, it was really good. Cool. The second thing uh, I've been playing is State of Decay 2. Oh yeah. Hey. Yes. So I've got um, I've got the uh, game Gamer Pass. You know the Xbox Live Gamer Pass. And off, uh, for seven ninety nine a month, I think it's an absolute steal. Yeah. Um, and I was a bit worried actually because it, it, it 
they only keep them on these exclusives, don't they, for a certain amount of time. And I thought, well, I'm going to miss this because I was playing Gears of War and I thought, I'm not going to leave it now. I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't like doing that. I don't like playing two or three games at once, especially if they're big. Um, you just want to, well, I just want to focus my time on, on that game and just dedicate myself to complete it. But I thought State of Decay, yeah, I'll, I'll, this is the one that I really want to play because everybody was saying how uh, shit it was as far as playability, but mm. the, the, the game itself is really exciting and cool. So I thought I'd give it a go. And I agree with everybody else. I, I don't like, I, I think it's really janky. I'd, 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 even even just walking walking around uh, in stealth mode, you know, you're walking in front of these zombies and they can clearly see you. But mm. apparently, just because you're crouching down and you're almost on your knees, yeah. they can't see you. And I just think, oh, that's just bullshit, you know. It's, nuts. it's not. It's not. The stealth's not great. Um, see, it's funny because the, this is this is a game that Microsoft's putting a lot of hope into, isn't it? For like, you know, this is one of their only exclusives, and they're it seems like one of the games they're trying to really push. And if it's yeah. weak, that's not a good sign. Well, but but I just, uh, despite all its weak weaknesses, despite the jankiness and you know the the, the, the controls, they seem okay. You get used to them. Um, I think it's really good. I love that. that I love that. Uh, it's like a Walking Dead feeling. You're going out there. You, you you're trying to uh, you know you try, you're trying to scavenge basically and and get food get. Uh, building components, medication, bring you back to your base, fortify yeah. your base, protect everybody within it, and yeah. recruit people. And I think I think it's really, really good the concept of it, which is making me play it more because I just want to try and improve that. And I think the biggest mistake that I made was um, I didn't go on to the how to play this game option before I played it. Um, I still haven't done it yet, but I felt like I should have gone through a tutorial before I even started this. Mm, that's not a but, good sign, is it? No, that's that's what I felt like. I felt like I was I, I was a bit overwhelmed, and I was I, I, maybe because I haven't played these type of games in a in a long time. But even with Fallout, you know, when you're building uh, your own base, it's pretty self-explanatory, and you you can get things together pretty quickly, and you know what you're doing. Whereas yeah. with this game, I felt like you had to you you had to learn a little bit more about the mechanics of the game, and I, I felt like I should have done the tutorial first. So I might actually just scrap the game that I've currently got, mm. go through the tutorial, and then start it again. But I, I really do like the game. Um, and, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing, and I'm sorry that I've not played any PUBG as well, because I'd absolutely <laughs> How love dare that game. You. Yeah. So there's me. Cool. All right, Antonio, how about you? I've been playing a game called Moving. Yeah. Box. No, I, I, played, I played a couple of things, though. And one of them was actually State of Decay 2, because I, I played it and beat it, like my own save, in a couple settings. Like, I put a good like couple five-hour settings into it. Huh. I love it. Like I love the first one. Yeah. And all I really complained about was co-op, please, and then they added that. So very happy with that. So if you need someone for co-op, call your boy. There you go. Yeah, cool. Have you got Xbox as well or not? Yeah, 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 I'm. I got Xbox. And I got Game Pass as well because I I love the Game Pass thing. And moving on from that, I've been playing Late Shift. Late. That's Shift? brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. So if so, you don't know me, I'm a filmmaker. First of all, I'm studying film, and I saw this. I I've always wanted to make an FMV game because I got no game development skills, but I got some filmmaking skills, and I thought I'll see if there's any good examples out there. And Late Shift personally is a great example of that. It is a bit weird though that the only like gameplay element of it is picking, and even then it sometimes lags. It's a bit odd. 
Uh-huh. Like, what are you running? You're running an MP4. Great. And yeah, it still lags on Xbox One sometimes. I don't get it, but whatever. Um, so basically, you're playing this kid who has a job looking after a garage at night. And um, some dude comes in and says, yo, I'm taking this car. Drive me to this place, please. And you get involved in a heist, basically. And going even further with stories, is a, a choose-your-own-adventure-style F&V game. And I, I entered this basically seeing if I can learn anything in terms of filmmaking or anything like that. And it's it's really well shot and really well produced. Because yeah. I thought, when I saw this, it was a, you know a very empty-spaced garage. And I thought, this is the game, isn't it? They're saving money by just shooting in one location. Mm-hmm. Nope, there are car crashes, there's explosions, there's um, bit of, quite a bit of choreograph. Uh, choreograph, oh, I'm so tired. Um, bit of fighting with some good choreography. Would that it's be really such good. a bad thing? And it's thing? also short. Sorry. It'll get you done in about an hour. Would that be such a bad thing if they did it all in one location? I mean, I don't really have a problem with that. Some of the my favorite movies are pretty low-key in terms of you know, where they take Not place. Not at all, or... but that was a, the first impression. Yeah, okay, As a I filmmaker see. myself, you have to cut costs. Your budget right, is your right. budget. Sure. And I but it was deceptive because was going to be that. Actually, do it for that reason. And no, I was so impressed. Like, even they're even driving about in really expensive cars. That must have been a pain in the ass to get signed off. Yeah. Um. And I was really impressed. Like I said, you can do it in one sitting. It's an hour long. Um. The only really niggles I have are that I wanted to go through because it was quite a short game. I thought, you know what? I like getting some achievements sometimes. I want to go through and get all the achievements, all the yeah. endings. Okay. But there's no chapter select. Oh no. So I can't go to chapter four of seven, for example, and make a few different changes. So did you play it all um, over again? Yeah, and I thought that. So I started playing the first five minutes over again because I got a good ending, but not the best. And I thought, right. let's go for the best ending. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, I don't want to slog for the entire game again because you can't skip well, cutscenes no. or anything like that. Yeah. So it's made for a one and done. That's why I think it's a good Game Pass game or like yeah. a, a good deep Steam sale game. Right. But, you know, I wouldn't have paid full price, which is like a tenner for this. Yeah. Um, but it is good, though. I had fun with it. And I want to go and play the rest of their games now because they have yeah, quite a few. The game length uh, differs as well, doesn't it? Depending on which which uh, choices you make, it can go to an hour and a half, I think. That's yeah, what, how long to beat says. Yeah, well, uh, I introduced uh, my partner into into video games, and this is the game that we played, and she played it one way, and I played it another, and it was very fatal for me, and um, it was it was it was a great ending for her. And I thought I thought it was good how you could you get your different uh, your different endings. I didn't realise that you got. I don't know how many there is actually, but um, uh, there's seven like final endings. Yeah. Because I looked it all up because I was curious. Because like I said, I want. I thought, <laughs> you know what? I can go through and get some G. It'll take me a couple hours, but yeah. Uh, there's no chapter select, like, which is a big deal breaker for me in terms of replayability. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. But it's a, just a one and done. Place. Go for it. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And now I want to go through and play the Bunker and their other FMV game. Interesting. Which is actually currently on sale on the Switch. I might get it for that. Oh. I need some games for that because I only have like four games. Yeah. It used to be five, but I sold one. Moving on from that, Mario Tennis Aces. Oh. <laughs> the story's four hours. Yeah. Four hours. Yeah, and sadly, there is... I, I have a feeling that Nintendo went to Camelot and said, yo, Mario Tennis, it went a bit wrong last time. Let's fix it. you got about six months? Because this feels like a lot of missed opportunities. Because like, I, I saw this and thought, Adventure Mode? Oh, it's like the Game Boy game. Yeah, cool. But RPG elements, nice. But it's all see-through. The RPG elements, you won't feel a difference. Because I got to like level 50 or something. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel a single difference in terms of Mario's performance or playability. There are some cool boss battles. I will say that there are some cool creative boss battles because you know it's it's, it's tennis. There's only yeah. so far you can go. 
but they they made it quite fun, like dodging uh, things coming at you and stuff. Yeah. But it was so short, and the problem with the Switch for me is, I feel you're investing in Nintendo when you buy these games because they're so expensive and they never drop in price. Yeah. Like I bought a Wii U in 2017, and Bayonetta 2 still still sent me back 25 quid. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah I bought this and sold it fast. Yeah. Because uh, besides playing tennis, there's playing tennis <laughs> and playing tennis online yeah and the online is sadly quite broken at the moment uh mm-hmm. two characters are very very overpowered and it's also quite unstable yeah so it's really sad because i wanted this to be the, like pull out play for five minutes put it away kind of game sure like rocket league i do want to get it for the switch but the problem is the triggers on the switch are so tiny oh no i meant that you wanted this it. to be like the experience you get with rocket league yeah, that's what I mean. yeah, I really did because I I like I like tennis games. Like my favorite game for the Vita next to Persona is Virtual Tennis Four, yeah. and that's just tennis. Right. The thing is, Sega adds a bunch of creative mini games, mm. and Nintendo's version of that was using the Joy-Con as a racket. No. So you're saying that no. wasn't awesome and fun? But wait, it was so Antonio, fun that okay. I sold the game the day after I bought it. But here's the thing, Antonio. What if? Just hear me out. Okay, I'm hearing what you. if they had a thing where you put the Joy-Con into like a cardboard tube and then that's like a racket in your hand at a cardboard? Would you want to I do that? I have played the Labo. Yeah? Yeah, the guy who owned it that I played on has already recycled the cardboard. Damn, <laughs> take that, Nintendo. Because like, you know, I think like he's a Nintendo fan, but even he, he has his limits. Like, yeah. I'll show off this lovely little Mario case I've got. A couple piano. Uh, it takes yeah. up too much shelf space. Shit. That's too bad. Um, which is weird because they literally just just a couple of days ago um, up- updated Mario Kart 8 Deluxe to use the motorcycle uh, thing that you can get with Labo. Yeah. And he can never he can never try that now. He's already recycled it. Oh damn. Um, so yeah, it's a shame because I wanted more games for the Switch and i saw that and got another switch game i'm trying here people yeah a lot of people give me hate online because i keep trashing on the switch but it's was not it, many games was the new game you got snipper clips uh no but Good. i do own that, that game's weak that game i do enjoy that game but on your own it's quite bad yeah, um so- i bought arms arms what's arms Arms is basically a 1v1 fighting game where you have characters who have long extendable arms and uh-huh. each fist can oh, be changed right. to be different arms. Yeah. And you punch each other. That's the game. Yes. <laughs> and there is one issue with this game particularly. You know how I complain about Mario Tennis as just playing tennis? Right. Well, um, this is just in arms, arms, you just fighting. fight. That's all you do. There's some variations of it, like playing volleyball or playing um, basketball. With but arms. they literally account to punch the ball or grab the person. Yeah. There is some fun into it. Like, I really enjoyed playing it for, like, the three-hour session I've, I played of it. Right. But the thing is, I've experienced the entire game sure. in three hours. It's it's all residing on the gameplay, which is fun. Yeah. But there's no real discernible reward from it. You don't right. really rank up. You don't really earn much else besides new arms. Mm. And the player community isn't very big. Yeah. Is there and not enough variety in the types of arms you can get to keep it interesting? There is some good variety. I have been switching out my arms, but... What's your favorite the... arm? No, if I'll be asking that. Be asked that. <laughs> um, my left one, personally. Okay. Um, okay, okay. 
Uh, that's a good question. There's one that basically be cut, like you punch it out and then four rockets come out of the arm and then, you know, disperse. Kate would love and there that. Is some, there is some good strategy to it. And yeah. um, I will say this, they let you fully customize your, your fully customize your controllers. Yeah. So, for example, I hated what the controls were like, but right. I've changed it so it looks nice, feels better, because right. Mario Tennis can let you do that. And one of the buttons is an important button. It's basically a lob throw to either make it high or make it go go low right but if you double tap that you do your special ability mm-hmm. and when you're in the heat of the moment in like a good rally you're gonna double tap a button sometimes and uh if you i don't know if my stream start there if you go to that i was effing and blinding at this game for kids and whatever but the main reason i'm not going to keep on too much longer is because nintendo are going to be asking for money for their online service soon oh really and i don't really have fun playing online because is either play with the computer or play online. That's yeah. the game. Right. And they don't. It, the connection's bad enough as it is already, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. To Mario Kart Deluxe, the connection's quite touch and go sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, you don't I have need confidence that by playing for, for it, you'll get a better connection. Sorry. You, you don't have confidence that by getting money from people, Nintendo's going to invest in a better infrastructure for better connection. No. I mean, presumably that's what they're saying, right? No, they're just jumping on the pack of everyone paying for online. I, I was going to say, you'd do that in the first place, wouldn't you? You'd invest into it just to make the service seamless. I guess. For everybody just to say, yeah, this is good. I'm going I'm to carry on going on to this. I'm going to pay right. money. Right. And the main reason I actually pay for Xbox Live, because I don't play many online games, yeah. is the games you know games you get, cool. which is a bit weird because PlayStation has much better games, I think, each month. Yeah. But at least they're offering current-gen games because the Nintendo Switch Online is offering NES games. Yeah. Ah. Those eight kilobyte files I can play on my phone. Yeah. You still not play Punch Out? <laughs> oh my god, I love that game. Go. I play two Punch Out. I love me some Punch Out, but hey, do you want to play Balloon Fight with a friend? No. You want to play Duck Hunt with a friend? I will say this. This is a question I've always wanted to ask people. So you know that people. um they they like convert their old Xboxes and stuff into emulation machines. Right. Have any of you ever done that and actually nope. used the console afterwards to emulate stuff? Nope. No. No, because I work. always like people like for example the PlayStation TV can be used as a good emulator device. Yeah. And I have friends who use it for that. At least that's what they tell me every time I ask them, <laughs> "Have you played yeah. this or this on it?" Right. Uh, no, it's just there. Yeah. No, it's something that's always interested me. So going on from that. Is anyone really going to care that they're getting 30-plus-year-old games for 20, bu- 20 bucks a year? I can't, sure imagine, anybody, online, I can't but... imagine anybody who's interested in that but didn't get a mini NES. Like, exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's uh, weird, man. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Do you think I've... that you've got value for money from the Switch, though, Antonio? Fuck no. No. That's my really? biggest issue of it. Yeah. Here, I, I think I've spent around £600 on the Switch, right? Shit. And I own five games. Crazy. Two of them are downloadable, which is uh, Celeste and Snipperclips. Yeah. And you could have got it's Celeste because of anywhere. because accessories and stuff you need. Yeah. Because just a Switch alone isn't really enough. You need, for example, the dock. It scratches your screen, so I need a dock sock. I'm really far away from my internet router, so I need an mm. Ethernet adapter. Oof. And you, yeah. it keeps stacking on. The Joy-Cons, they're really horrible to use after an hour. So I've got a Pro Controller. It stacks oh. and stacks and stacks. Yeah, apparently. And... I'm really struggling to see value in it. Yeah. They need some more third-party games, personally. I don't hear many people talk about it that much, really. And I know Mike enjoys these when he gets time to play on it. And 
Chris from the boss wave, he spunks all over his, don't he? He's texted it everywhere. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, I just think it's a big investment, isn't it, really, just to play either the same games or, like you say, 8-bit games that are 20 years old. And I think the there portability of it, like, I don't know, speaking personally, I'm not going to be going anywhere that I have time to be playing games. If I have time for games, it's at home. So, like, I don't ride a bus. I drive to my job. And then when I'm at my job, I ha- I don't have a moment to go to the bathroom, never mind play games. So, I don't know, Antonio, <laughs> do you have that? Is that is it, this is the portability? That is actually or? why I got it, because I travel quite a lot. Like, yeah, for example, sure. I move twice a year. I'm right. going to different places around the country for shoots and stuff. Yeah. But most of the time, I just get my Vita out. I'm, I'm sorry. I like the Vita more, man. Take there's just more Nintendo. games there. Well, yeah. And that's weird to say, because the Vita died because of lack of support. Right. And I, I don't know. E3 was kind of my last hope for keeping the Switch, and then that was dog shit, in my opinion, apart from Smash. But even then, half the show was Smash. So I yeah. don't know how much long I'm going to keep it, to be honest. But the thing is, I'll be at a loss. I've already lost so much. I won't yeah. get it back. Yeah. It's, oh, I don't know. I really regret buying the Switch. And I've had some good times with it. But Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is probably the best Mario Kart ever. Super Mario Odyssey is probably the best Mario ever. Breath of the Wild, I bought for the Wii U because I'm an idiot. Um, but that's about it. That's what I can we talk about. I've got a well, story. But I still just hang on that. to it. Hang on to it for 20 years and it'll be an investment. There you go. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know anymore. I really do regret buying the Switch. I can't lie. My brothers have played it more than me, and I see them four times a year. So I can you tell need to start you charging them it. for every time they play it. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what I need to do. There you go. I need to go to uni, put get out the little Switch, and just yeah. sit down and say, "All right, five quid for five minutes, go." Right. Five quid for <laughs> half an hour, man. Don't be stingy. Did you have, do you know how much all these games cost? I need to make it back somehow. <laughs> yeah, but nobody's going to pay five quid games for to five to minutes. Arms, 20 pounds. Who the hell is going to pay you five quid for five minutes? Do you have a lot of gullible people? <laughs> I'll find the school? Nintendo fans somewhere. Apparently. I'll find them somewhere. You think They'll they would already have one, man. If you got that kind of money to burn, just buy a Switch yourself. I mean, they don't need to know They're that. They're rich and gullible and stupid. <sighs> but anyway. All right, anything else, Antonio? One more game. Yes. And speaking of gullible and stupid, um, <laughs> Kickstarter games. Kickstarter games. They Many people have donated. Mighty Number no. Nine. Anyone? I thought I wanted. To, I thought I would play one of the quote success stories okay. of Kickstarter games, which is A Hat in Time. Aha. Uh-huh. And they are correct. This game is awesome. Aha. Uh-huh. So, it's a platform where you play as a little girl who is flying through space. Yeah. And for some reason, this ma- this mafia guy knocks on her quote door. And says you need a toll to go through here, and all of, he opens the door, and all of her time capsules fall out, like these little hourglass things, and they're your collectibles. And from there, you're going from different planets to different planets. It's basically think of a platformer that you like. It's got some element from that in there, some elements of Mario Sunshine, some elements from Banjo Kazooie. It looks a lot like Little Big Planet, and it's just so cute. Yeah, it's it's a really happy game. I'm playing it ear to ear. Uh, smiling ear to ear when I'm playing it. I have yeah. such a good time with it. The soundtrack is phenomenal. I've got it on um, download. It's five hours long, the soundtrack. Yes. So much care in it. And there's so the many game? little details I love with this game as well. How long is the game? The game itself is about six odd hours. Yeah. But it's it's not a full price game. You can get it for about £15. Right. It is so worth the money. I right. I'm not a big platformer guy. Like, I'll enjoy my Mario's now and then, but that's really about it, or Crash. 
Right. Um, this has just made it really fun. And it basically, I imagine, you know, when you sit down for a creative meeting, you'll have some ideas. Some will go away and some will stay. Right. I have a feeling that all of these stayed because every level is different in some way. Mm. I went from a town of mafia men to a set of basically a film set with two directors who are warring with each other. Mm. And you're basically starring in both films. One of the sets, the only one I've done, is a crime noir film. And okay. the other one looked kind of actiony. Yeah. And I went from collect- collecting these little pieces of an hourglass to solving a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. This game keeps throwing stuff at you, and I absolutely love it. So are there, like, boss fights and stuff? There are boss fights, yeah. And they are good. They're good fun. They're not too challenging, but they're fun. And the way you can you get new powers is with your hats. You can um, you get basically balls of yarn. Right. And with that, you can stitch new hats together. Gotcha. And I've only got a few right now. But I've got a crime-solving one, and I've got, like, this sprinting one. Yeah. And you fight with an umbrella. It's just really cute and really fun. Sure. I honestly recommend if you like platformers, give it a shot because it's made by platforming fans for platforming fans. I can't remember the last 3D platformer that I played. For me, it was Mario Sunshine. Yes. Yeah, and then they said, "Oh, our biggest influence is Mario Sunshine." Okay, right. I'll buy this then. Yeah. And I can definitely see that because there are these things called like time rifts, and when you find them. They're basically these little mini levels from Mario, Mario Sunshine where you're in a big open space right. and you've got to go from point A to point B. That's literally what they are, and I absolutely love them. Gotcha. This game is fantastic. Cool. And um, I was a bit skeptical, skeptical about buying it because, uh, I don't know, platformers, I'm here not there on them. Right. I like one every now and then. And sure. yeah, I love this. I this love is this well game. Worth it, huh? And I really recommend it because it's quite a low power game as well, so you can get, run out on anything. Sweet. Uh, I recommend it. Right. Full recommendation for a hat in time. Absolutely yeah. love it. Word. And that be me. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, <laughs> it is time. As soon as I update this part of the thing, it's time for some gaming news. Putting news first. And I got to be honest. We weren't sure if we were even going to have the show today because, you know, Ch- uh, Mike Chinney's out, uh, Pete Chinney's here, Stu's gone. It was looking dicey. But then I was like, you know what? We need some news items because the show must go onward. And there's no goddamn news right now. Every news yeah. site was like, this game came out 20 years ago. Here's what we love about it. I'm like, no, that's not news. What the hell is wrong with y'all? So, Fuck the news and move on. It's just a slow news week. That's not how we do things here. there are two news articles that i found number one microsoft is making a halo tv series this thing is happening people it's on showtime god almighty (laughs) why don't they fucking hang their hats with this shit man because there's money to be made hello Jesus. Nearly five years on, Microsoft has finally gotten its Halo TV series greenlit and into production. I remember Neil Bloomkamp was on board to direct this at one point. Did y'all ever see the little video he made about it? Uh, it looked kind of interesting. Anyway, that's he's not involved anymore, I don't think. Cable News Network, Cable Network Showtime has ordered 10 episodes of the show, which it is calling its, quote, most ambitious series ever. Entertainment Weekly reports the show's blurb as, quote, an epic 26th century conflict between humanity and an alien threat known as the Covenant. (laughs) Halo Halo will weave deeply drawn personal stories with action, adventure, and a richly imagined vision of the future. 
the series has our showrunner, writer, and executive producer in Kyle Killen, who created the short-lived fantasy Police Procedural Awake. Rise of the Planet of the Apes director Rupert Wyatt has been signed as the director of multiple episodes. Quote, accent please. Jamaican. Come on, we expect audiences who have been anticipating it for years to be thoroughly rewarded. I and I saying, know what I mean, man. Bobsled. Showtime boss David Nevins said, Kyle Killen's scripts are thrilling, man. Expansive and provocative, I mean. Rupert Wyatt is a wonderful world-building director, man, and her vision of Halo will enthrall fans of the game while also drawing the uninitiated into a world of complex characters that populate this unique universe, no mean, man. Cool you sound like a Jamaican who's been stuck in Newcastle for a bit too long. <laughs> on 30 Rock at one point, Liz Lemon's <laughs> doing a Jamaican accent, and then she's like, ah, uh, Yaka, might I be coming in on Thursday? And her friend's like, you're starting to go Irish. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can find the sound clip of Liz Lemon doing the Jamaican accent. Oh yeah, here we go. This is it from Thirty Rock. You're welcome. Come on, YouTube, hurry it up. Oh, I'm still running this other thing. What? NBC blocked it on copyright grounds. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's one news story. Halo TV series is coming. Any thoughts about that? No. All right. Do you know what? If they if they charged. 150 pounds per episode my brother would fucking buy everyone he's just oh fuck Damn. he just needs to get off that halo bandwagon oh, oh snap oh it's just Shots it's exhausting Shots fired. you gonna let him talk to you about you like that mike you need to come on here and defend yourself he, he can't defend here, wait, i'll anymore. channel i'll channel chinny shut up pete you don't know about me. I wouldn't watch that shit. I don't give a fuck about this shit. I just want Halo Wars 3 to come out. Is that a good channel of Chinny? Of Mike Chinny? Does he yeah. call you... Are you both Chinny? Or is he just Chinny for some yeah, reason? Yeah, I was... Call, I, I, well, I'm the one who was called Chinny. And ah. he, every, everybody calls him Chinna. I don't is know. Is that right? Uh, yeah, so his, his, his best friend, Marsh, calls him Chinna. Yeah. Uh, and a few people that are, are, you know, mutual friends do. But, right. Uh, it's only you guys that call him Chinny, as far well, as I'm aware. Well, that's funny, because that means he's like a pretender to the name. Yeah. He's, he yeah. wants to be you. That's flattering to you, I suppose. Yeah, but you've you've uh, you've knighted me with the name Gingerball, so I'm, well, I'm all right. I'll live with as that. As long as you're okay with that. I don't want to do it if yeah. you're not happy with it. No, I'm oh, happy with hey, that. Hey, Gingerballs. Okay. Well, Antonio, yeah. I know you love Overwatch. I used to. <laughs> right. That's what, that was my. J- anyway, there's a new hero coming for Overwatch. Have you heard about this? Yeah, the hamster kid thing. Hero 28. He's in a mechanized rolling ball of death. And I do miss playing Overwatch. Not yeah. mind, Are, is this going to get you to go back to it? No, I never go back to it. <laughs> um, yeah, so similar to Winston, previous teases have seen this apparent little hamster ball rolling around the backward of other shots. Uh, Blizzard has I love when they do this it also confirms that a reddit user's speculation was right on the money having suggested that the next character would be hamster you know what given all the stupid ludicrous speculation that happens on reddit no matter what comes out it's going to be on the money for someone like that's like saying well in Red Dead Redemption 2 you play you know a colostomy bag well someone on reddit said that was going to be the case so now that person gets to be famous Ridiculous. 
Blizzard hasn't released details on Hammond, so we're waiting to hear more about his exact power set, ultimate, and class. So what the hell is this news article about, then? I thought we were going to get actual information. Nope, it's a hamster. The end. Damn. Ridiculous. Well, we could be getting changes to Sombra soon. Some internal test... Oh my god, this is driving me crazy with boredom. <laughs> Alright, well that's all the news. Anybody else have any other news that they've seen recently? Anything going on in the world of games? I moved. Okay. <laughs> Pete, you weren't here when we talked about it. What, what was the most interesting thing that you saw at E3? <laughs> uh, um, Forza Horizon. I thought was uh, would look good. Um, yeah. Uh, I was kind of proud that it that brought it to to Britain, and they've they've sure. uh, yeah they've put some in English countryside into it. That's pretty cool. That's right. Uh, or Scottish countryside, whatever. We're all sure. we're all one. That's Where's right. the DLC Sorry, where your car gets stolen? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Where's the Birmingham well, DLC where your car gets yeah. stolen? But it's left on bricks. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so the Forza Horizon, obviously the Fallout for me was oh, yeah. the, was the biggest one. Oh yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that the release date though was November uh, the fourteenth. I thought right. that was pretty fresh news as far as oh, I'm yeah. concerned in the gaming world. But maybe that come out at that point. I don't know. I didn't catch well, that. I think it's going to be pretty funky. I'm looking forward to it, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, I may. Yeah. And by the I'm way, uh, speaking of news, we have some veteran gamers news. There oh. are finally some. Videos up from EGA! So if you're hearing my voice, you need to get your little booty down to youtube.com slash veterangamersuk, I think is probably the thing. If you go to veterangamers.co.uk, there's a YouTube link on our site, and you can check out all the hilariousness from three days worth of stuff, and each of the videos is like a half an hour long. So strap in, people. And uh, check out the fun with Mike Chinner's videos from EGX. I'm, I'm looking forward to going this year. I'm going this year. Awesome. So, uh, Which days are you going? Huh? Which days are you going? Just Saturday. Um, I'll keep uh, an eye I, I asked Mike what would be the best day to go, um, obviously because uh, of work and the kids and stuff. And, um, yeah, he said Saturday would be, would be the best day, and the, and the party on the night as well. So I'm going to go in. Uh, oh, in yeah. yeah, I'm going to go on the Saturday. Um, awesome. It's going to be a shame that Mike can't be there. That's going to suck. But you know, I've, got, I've met a whole bunch of people. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I met a whole bunch of people up north at the arcade club, and um, yeah, I, I feel like I've got a bunch of friends already that I can meet up with. So prove cool. In that case, oh. it's All right, we got like five emails here, people, so strap your sails in. The first one comes from Jason And it goes like this. It's actually about the videos. Hey, guys. It was good to see you all again thanks to your award-winning AGX videos. I want to personally thank Mike for putting in the effort. How tiny is Bongo's ding-dong anyway, Stu? Well, Stu's not here to answer that question, so Antonio, what do you think? See... It's not really about the size of Bongo. He'll just charm you so much that even if it is a one-inch wonder, you'll just you'll just be content and say, "Well, he's a lovely guy," and just yeah. have fun anyway. Okay. 
Did Pilchard ever find Stephen Hawking? Anyway, I would like to make a suggestion. Next time a get-together like this happens, is it possible to get all the community podcasters in a room and record a podcast with good sound quality? It always sounds like ass. I can answer that question. No. And why not? I mean, I was there, and I can tell you what happened. It was what a happened? very, very long room with two blue yeses, like the one I'm using right now. So you're going to get some reverb. That's the Probably thing. a lot of the it. The only way around that is to mic everybody. And we don't yeah. have that sort of capacity. Even if everybody brought their own mic, which would be an option, how are you going to coordinate all those mics? You're not. That's just too yeah, much. Well, you, the only way you can do that is with a mixer, and yeah. that is a hefty and thing to bring. That? To an That's end. not a thing. We're not about that. That's just crazy. In fact, uh, where is it? Oh, yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. So moving on. Maybe do the thing where each show... Now he's telling us how to do our podcast. Maybe do the <laughs> thing where each show's hosts take a turn talking about their three to five favorite games ever and top anticipated games to come. Then talk a bit about what you enjoy about each other's company. Well, the answer to that is nothing, but, you know. You know, the opposite of what you do now. <laughs> I like it. Like, seriously, brag about how fucking cool it is that people play video games, go online, talk about them, and make good friends from all over the world. I don't understand what that means, but whatever. Do that, but it doesn't matter whether you ever hang out with other podcasters or listeners. What matters is that we all have a real way to get something valuable out of our time-wasting hobby that a lot of people may never experience. That's cool. Maybe a bit too nerdy, to be honest, but it's worth something to all of us. I hope you never lose your passions for video games, Verbal Rob's hair, Chris's dance moves, Colm's charm, Phil's veggie burritos, or Stu's attraction to all that is weird. Cheers, veterans. Laters. I'd do more shout-outs, but I'm going for a shit. Jason. <laughs> so what you're saying is get each other in a room, get the podcast going, and make it a Battle Royale edition. I got you. Go I remember for that a shit. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. Okay, the next email is from Lewis. Hello, veterans. As always, I hope all of you have had a superb week. Also, hello to the guest filling in for Stu. I think he's off, but can't remember. Yeah, that's you, Pete. You want to say hello to Stu, Lewis? Do I want to what? You want to say hello to Lewis? Oh, do you know what? It's too... I've got I've got a thing about Lewis, you know. He said there was boring today at Uh-oh. some point. Did he say, "Oh no, Uh-oh. even ginger balls was was fun"? Like I'm some boring shit. And I'm yeah, like, well, fuck him. Ugh. We're yeah, not gonna read him. the rest of his email just for that. Screw you, Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, screw I him. Can't do but that. no, I'm only, I'm only I don't kidding. have that authority. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so moving on with the rest of the email. I've been busy this week trying to 100% GTA 5. I'm so close at 95%, but got distracted. I went on Rocket League. Rocket League! I went on Rocket League for the first time in ages and started on some 1v1. No, no, no. Don't go into duels. Duels are standard. That's it. Duel sucks. 1v1 ranked, which I've never done before. I assume that's supposed to be I've never done before. Proofread, baby. But it immediately loved. It's what I've been playing mainly since then, even though none of my friends actually play it anymore. Last week, you mentioned the Rocket Pass. And as I was listening, I knew that Duke, if you want to know how it will work, look for the Battle Pass for Fortnite, because this is an exact clone. Flo continues to entertain me on the bus. Yeah, Flo, what, what? And I also tried the Division this week, assuming that was not on the bus. Because I don't think you can play the Division on your phone. It's really good, and I need to go back to playing it, but I can't stop playing Rocket League. That's right. 
Last week, I think it was Derek Sainz, if that's how you spell it, it's not, but whatever, said he had a Yamaha PSR 400, I think. Well, this week, I took my grade 3 keyboard exam on a PSR 8000, like the one I have at home. It cost 750 pounds a couple of years ago, even though it's nearly 20 years old, but is required to do the exam properly. How about that? That's crazy. Anyway, I have the big question, it's in all caps, for this week. So here we go. What's the worst game Stu has ever played? Well, let's find out what the worst game that's the... Oh, wait, we can't ask him. Didn't you say <laughs> welcome to his... Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Welcome to his guest host. Now, here's a question for Stu. <laughs> what the heck? Quite a thought Should we just answer anyway? Yeah, go like, ahead. What? What's, what's Stu's worst game he's ever played? Yakuza. Oh snap! Oh, don't say that to Antonio. I don't care. It's just, it's it's weird. Uh, oh, I don't know. What would be Stuart's worst game? Pigeon fucking school. That's the worst game he's ever played. <laughs> that like. that or Proteus. God oh, damn, Proteus. You know I've got a game that he's played that he loves and I, I fucking hate to what? death. And I played it on his recommendation, Roim. Oh my oh yeah. Fucking oh God, yeah. That that was really really disappointing. Bad. Yeah, you just got this fucking ten-year-old running around going ha at fucking walls. It's <laughs> fucking awful. Yeah, well, okay then. Ha ha ha! Come on. Come on. Yeah. Quite a thought-provoking question, you may agree, since he only plays bad games. I've gone on too long once again, but back to normal next week. Bye for now. P.S. If it's Antonio filling in, well, sort of <gasps> yes and no, but not really, but kind of. I hope you found something to do after what you said on Instagram. What did you say on Instagram? What's he talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was asking um, random people, like, okay, I need some more hobbies that aren't screen-related because everything uh, I do is, you know, editing or gaming yes. or even podcasting because I'm looking at a screen still in, in some cases. And he recommended an instrument, and I, I said I would do that, because, but I love playing drums, and that's kind of hard to transport. <laughs> well, it depends can on which drum you Can you, put, can you, you play get? guitar, Antonio? No, I suck. Oh, guitar. I want to know. I want to learn, but my guitars, yeah. my my guitars, my fingers seem to not want to do it. They can tap like crazy on color buttons, but as soon yeah. as a plastic string comes in, nope, they're gonna start bleeding. Interesting. Yeah, because I can play drums, and I was self-taught from sixteen, and it's a great hobby to do. But like you say, it's so hard to move shit around, isn't it? It's uh, it's a waste of time. What, it's what, weird. what if you got there a bongo one thing I've noticed, though. There's one thing I've noticed. Go ahead. There's a way to get Guitar Hero and Rock Band drums to work as MIDIs, and I love making music really? in my spare time. Nice. So I might get a, an old Guitar Hero drum set, because people got them lying around. I'll get them oh, for yeah. a fiver. Sure. Get that working on my music-making software, that would be and then cool. go from there. Ableton, Rock Band style. And plus, I can use the actual you know, set to play the game. And by the way, Antonio, you mentioned Twitter, which gives me a chance to play a theme song I haven't played in decades. Hit it! Saw a pretty girl just the other day. She winked and she smiled, walked across my way. I couldn't figure out just what to say, so I twittered it. Twit, twit, twittered it, twittered it. And if you're relatively new to the show and you haven't heard that song before, you're welcome, because it's one of the dumbest songs in the history of the <laughs> world. I saw a video that some ladies made some, Hey Zuckerberg, it's time to pucker up and meet Pucker's us out up, back yeah. with a can of whoop-ass. <laughs> That made my eyes bleed, but that's not as bad as this Twitter song, so I don't know. Anyway, um, what else did people say on Twitter? Um, most of them did say an instrument, actually. Yeah. 
Fair enough. I like cross-stitching myself. That's a good re relief for screen-weary eyes. But what, you sorry? It's cross-stitching. But you do oh, something. I was just going to say cross-stitching. You do have to <laughs> peer at screens sometimes in order to look at the pattern. At least I do, the way I do it. You could print them out, I suppose, on paper. But then you also have to peer at the cross-stitching fabric. So it's not a short not lie. cure for... I think I might just start reading more. Yeah, well, there's that also near that enough as I should, I feel. Down. All right, so that's Lewis's email. Uh, we Thank got a you. couple more. Uh, tainted shirt, whoever that is. So here we go. What games have you quit just because they were buggy? It just jumps right in with a question. What games have I quit? If I quit games because they were buggy, I would not be able to play any games because Bethesda has the buggiest games ever, and I soldier on through them. But you know what? I can answer that question because yeah. GTA 4 was the game for me. I thought, this game is made for me. Yeah. And I, I played the campaign, and I was... Cause be, because the online play was due for a release from what I can recall about three or four weeks after the, the actual release of the actual game. Something like that. Uh, something, anyway. But I was buzzing. I was I could not wait for online gameplay. And when that came out, and I played two or three games of it, I just thought, fuck that. I stopped playing the campaign. I took the fucking disc in the drawer. Damn. I could not play that game again. It was this, just a we're waste. Learning, of I'm so glad you're here. We're learning so much. Fuck you, GTA 4. Uh, Mike is a fanboy for all things Halo, and we knew that. But I mean, you know, to be calling him out on that—that's pretty harsh. And then Chinny isn't even his real name. You're, you're the real. Yeah. Chinny. How about that? Go get it. I'll see me next week. Yeah. <laughs> that's the title of this week's show: the real Chinny. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, Antonio, have you quit a game because it was buggy? I'm quite persistent with my game, so if yeah. I'm going to beat him, I'm going to beat him, and yeah. if I was going to quit any game for being buggy, it would have been The Walking Dead Season 3. Oh, yeah. Because that was oh. shit full of bugs. Huh. Mainly visual bugs, okay. or my buttons not being recognized. Right. But, so, in Episode 3, the main character, for some reason, started clipping through the floor. Oof. And I, I did everything I could to try and fix it. It never got fixed. So in like a pivotal scene where people are crying, half his body is stretched into the floor. <laughs> and I still have the footage from that because I streamed the entire thing. Nice. And well, I'm normally persistent. Um, there is one I did, which I might go back to, but I doubt it. I stopped Sonic Mania because uh -huh. for some reason, only my version was buggy as all hell. Yeah. Constant slowdowns, me clipping everywhere. And every other version I saw was perfectly fine. That and I realized, hey, maybe Sonic was nostalgia for me, but you know, that's been <laughs> yeah. the there. Really play that game? Yeah, I used to love Sonic as a kid. Shit. Damn. Um, and I regret buying it because it cost it cost like sixteen quid on the Xbox, and yeah, I played like half an hour. Well, and there's I one game that's and... janky as fuck, and I'll never ever give that up. PUBG for life. PUBG yeah. is janky, oh, but well, it to be, is. To be fair, I did quit PUBG, but that killed my PC, so I kind of didn't have a choice. <laughs> in quitting that well, there you I think go. I told a story before but if you haven't I bought this brand new lovely graphics card it cost me like £400 damn and I was what? like yes finally a sexy graphics card 1080p epic oh, let's yeah. go played a couple games and I got a green screen of death from PUBG I went oh no okay restarted it died wow damn sexy and I know it by the way, apropos of so nothing, uh, let me warn everybody not to watch a movie called Singularity on Netflix. That movie is shit. Yeah, but one series, Lost in Space, is so cool. Well, I've heard I good things about that. that. I don't know. We might watch it. Yeah, that that's wicked. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I can't think of a game I quit because it was buggy. I mean, 
again, Bethesda games are buggy as shit, but I keep going with them, so... Mm. Anyway, there's more to this email. I mainly play PC, but on the PS3, I have one game out of all those that I bought that I just haven't been able to finish. I like the game. I may even really like the game. What is he talking about? A girl in middle school he wants to go out with? I really like (laughs) you, but I only kind of really like you. Anyway... I know you guys like the game, but five or more years of trying to play this game, and you know, fuck it. The game is Red Dead Redemption. Oh my god, Chinny is going to, the other Chinner, he's going to have a conniption fit when he uh, hears this Think about the predicament you went, dog, before you talk again. Um, yeah, oh, so much beef. What oh, I just fuck? remembered as well, Fallout 3, I had to quit out of obligation because it broke my PS3. Damn. Wow. Yeah, like I said earlier. So what? It breaks your PS3. You get another PS3 and you keep going. Yeah. You start over again. If you really 2010, care. I was a poor little kid. Whatever. Big on the streets. I can play for a few hours or even days. I love just exploring. But then I'll hit a place in the main mission that just crashes the PS3. I, it sounds like the problem is the PS3. All these problems with PS3 this, PS3 that. I leave the game a few months out of frustration, then go back. And I can usually progress for a little bit before it all goes tits up again. Some twat on Reddit spoiled the game ending. I'd been avoid reading. Really? It's like 10 years old. What? How do you? You know, Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father, I heard. I'd been avoiding <laughs> reading about it for so long, but I still want to finish it. But sheesh, I'm afraid the game is now set for the shredder. Rant over. So as I asked, any games you've quit because of bugs? Tainted Shirt. We already answered your question. Thank you, Tainted Shirt, for writing in. And now... An email from Chris Carter. Wasn't he the guy who made X-Files? Anyway, here's his message. Hi, guys. I saw your shout-out for more emails, so I thought I'd help out. I've really... I've recently... That's not really. It says recently, dumbass. Eric, moron, Duke. I've recently been playing Crash on the PS4 after spending 40-plus hours on God of War. Thanks, Chin. Wait, which Chin? Are you talking about Chinny or Chinner? I needed something quick and mindless before taking on another story like Uncharted or Assassin's Creed Origins. I thought Crash would be perfect. It's hell. Literally hell. Okay, tell us what you really think. I loved these (laughs) games as a kid, but I don't remember them being so brutally hard. Crash 1 is one of the most infuriating games I've ever played. If you die, you start the level from the start with only four lives. Fine, I can deal with that. But what pisses me off is, if you collect extra lives on the level before your game over, you can't collect them again once you start the level again. Well, that does sound annoying. Pissing me off. Are there any games you guys have gone back to from previous gens that aren't quite what you remembered? Thanks, Chris. Crash Bandicoot 1. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I know, legit, that was me. I I went back to the old Crash series, and then, yeah, it was tougher than I thought. I loved Crash 3 with a passion. I still do. But it it was a different experience, let's say that. That and Sonic series. I loved Sonic as a kid. Went back. Fuck me, never again. Yeah. Just harder? They were shitter. (laughs) Uh, Pete, any games you've gone back to and then it's been like, ugh, no thanks? I went back to Silent Hill. Right. I was I was a I was a big uh, PlayStation fanboy when I was younger. Um, not now, um, but I, I yeah I loved Resident Evil, uh, Fear Effect, and Silent Hill. I just loved the 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 fear 
that it struck into you. Uh, right. And I was playing it on like this 15 inch Toshiba screen in my bedroom in the dark, and I was shitting myself. And yes. I just thought, you know what? I'm going to play this game, and I'll see if I can I can get that that moment back. But I was just thought, nah, it ain't. It ain't shit like it was back in the 90s or yeah. whenever it was. Yeah. You can't go back again, can you? I mean, I don't get me wrong. I've played Myst a lot, and, you know, there's you know, Portal's yeah. still great. But uh, I remember I went back to Playground of Destruction Mercenaries. That was a great game back in the day, and it's still a good game. It's just that the mechanics are so slow and lug, you know, sluggish, yeah. and the graphics, I remember being amazing back in the day, and then I look at them now, and I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Those graphics aren't – I mean, obviously, it's just the evolution of the art form, right? Yeah. The better technology, and so comparing graphics then to graphics now, it's just not – happening but i don't know that that's going to keep up because you know graphics in games now are amazing and you look at games from like two years ago they don't really look that different to me and i don't know if in five years we're going to look back on 2018 games and be like graphics aren't very good at all i think we get the law of diminishing returns means the graphics aren't getting worlds better each time well, even playing older games like gears of war 3 right uh even GTA, as much as I hated it, you know, if you go back to those games, there's not that much difference, is there? Really, well, as far as, as far as I'm concerned, being a an old boy, nearly forty, and right. I, I just don't see the difference at all. I think that I, I think they're great, but yeah, um, yeah, you can't you can't get those you can't get those vibes from the '90s games that you used to when you right. was a little kid, and yeah. um, you try, but you best just leave it in the past. No, I think you're right. All right, one last email from Derek Simes, and it goes like this. Hello, veteran gamers and A-list podcast talent who has been brought in to replace Stu this week. Well, we couldn't get anybody like that, so we got Pete. Ah (laughs) I emailed you some time ago about video games and dreams, but after a weird dream I had a few days ago, I thought I would cover dreams in a more general sense this time. It is very rare that I remember any of my dreams, so it's unusual that this one has stuck in my brain with such vivid detail. So here it is, a dream which I will call... And there's a whole bunch of purple alien emojis, and then it says, (laughs) Weirdness on the edge of town. I was sitting alone at a bus stop, something I do at least five days a week, and as I couldn't see beyond the ambient light from the bus stop lights, I assume it was late in the evening. I sensed that someone had sat down at the other end of the bus stop, and I turned to see who it was. The man seemed to be actor Andy Serkis, but since I watched the Black Panther movie just a week ago, I don't suppose it was that surprising. However, the man was wearing a dark blue Japanese kimono, dotted with little golden stars, and seemed to be intently reading a broadsheet newspaper. I couldn't tell which one. I said to him, You're Andy Serkis! I assume that's how he actually talks when he's not on the speak pipe. And he he turned his head to look at me and said, a lot of people think I look like him, and went back to reading his paper. Just as I was about to talk to him again, a single-decker bus pulled up, which seemed to appear from nowhere. And since the kimono-wearing Andy Serkis lookalike didn't budge, I assumed it was my bus and got on. Then, just as the bus doors were closing, the man jumped up, jabbed his fingers toward his chest twice, and shouted at me, I am Andy Serkis! I am Andy Serkis! The bus pulled away, and I was left feeling slightly bemused and confused. I turned to sit down, but the bus was packed with people, none of whom I recognized, and I was stuck standing right next to the bus doors. 
Suddenly the bus driver applied the brakes, and I was propelled hard toward the large front window of the bus when, you guessed it, I woke up, feeling slightly panicked and in a bit of a sweat. So that's the dream. First of all, before we get to his questions, any reactions to this dream? Any th thoughts about what it might mean? I thought the voiceover was really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, am I, I want him to speak pipe him saying that and see if I get a different experience. <laughs> <laughs> I am Andy Sarkis. All right. So, veteran gamers, here are a few quickfire questions. Do you usually remember your dreams or, like me, tend to forget them after an hour or so? I lucid dream. Oh, I, wow. I spent years, like, so my mate told me, and I was like 14, have you ever had this lucid dream? And I went, no. And uh, since he, as soon as he told me, because I normally, like, you might have guessed, I don't really sleep much. Uh, yeah. um, and I thought, I can maybe train myself in the hours I do sleep. And it took four years. Because basically you're tricking yourself to knowing you're in a dream. Right. And then you can just have fun with it. Yeah, I'll bet. And, yeah. Uh, I remember my dreams normally, yeah. That's awesome. Pete? Nah. Oh, yeah. no, no. I wake up next to Shell and, she's, well, and she said, wow, I had the most vivid dream and I was doing this and doing that and you was in it and uh, you, whatever. It was like everybody got murdered. I, I don't know. It could be like <laughs> awful, some of these dreams. And yeah. I, I, don't, I don't remember nothing yeah. at all. I don't remember no. my dreams these days, but I used to remember my dreams more than I do now. I remember I had a journal that I'd write them in when I woke up. And that yeah. obviously helps keep you know track of your dreams, and I understand that's one of the steps toward lucid dreaming is to start by remembering them. But um, it was funny. One time I had this dream that I it basically was a short story, like perfectly structured in the dream. Like I woke up and I had this entire short story in my head, and I wrote it down. And I still to this day think it's a decent story. But everybody I showed it to is like, I don't get it. This is just weird. What are you talking about? And I was like, No, it's you see, it's like this. And I had to explain it, and they're like, Oh. I didn't get that at all. And I'm like, but it's clear in the dream. It was so clear. So have you done anything with that? Eh, I, I wrote it up. I don't I don't think I've put it out anywhere, but someday yeah. I should. Eh, yeah. I can send it around if people are interested. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's the first question. Uh, do you think the type of dreams you have are affected by what you've been doing in your waking life? Well, I think the answer to that for me is yes, absolutely. If I've, you know had a rough difficult day i tend to have crazy chaotic dreams if i'm in a tranquil peace of mind i tend to have pretty peaceful dreams so yeah yeah it affects me normally especially when i'm thinking of a creative idea yeah. normally me my lucid dreams are me basically planning out what i would want my film or video i'm working on to actually look like and be nice. that's awesome so i kind of dream creatively weirdly oh, enough yeah uh, Pete, any thoughts about having dreams based on what your life's going like? No. Okay. <laughs> Last question. Have you ever let your dreams or nightmares directly affect your waking life or know anyone who has? Yours, the eternal dreamer, Derek. I don't know if I understand that last question. Have you ever Say it let again? Your, have you ever let your dreams directly affect your waking life? Or know anyone who has. I'll tell you, I, I don't know if I'm answering this question correctly, but I will answer it this way. At one point in college, I was feeling all like, I don't know, I want to get to know some of my friends better. And so we were hanging out in my room and I was like, dude, y'all check it out. This is a dream journal. Pass it around. Everybody take a look. And I don't know what I thought people were going to get out of that, but like everybody <laughs> just handed it right. Like it made the room, it made a, its way around the room in like two minutes. 
Nobody read anything in it. Which, you know, to be honest, I'm like, I don't blame y'all. What was I thinking? Who the hell cares about someone else's dream like that? I'm going to read about your... I mean, if you know how to write them well, fine. But in a dream journal, it's never written down well. Like that one dream I had that was the story fully formed in my head, that's fine. But mostly it's like, I'm going to Disney World and there's a plane I control with my brain. And it's like, what the hell? That didn't tell us anything. That's not interesting. <laughs> Fuck out of my face with that shit. So anyway, uh, any other thoughts about dreams affecting you or anything like that? Um, the only way I can rem- like actually answer that is that I have deja vu sometimes in my dreams. Uh-huh. Like I've, I've dreamt something and then four years later I've had that exact same situation to the point of the location. Wow. For example, when I was like 15, I remember I dreamt living in the house I just lived in. Yeah. To a T with wow. random people at the time I, I haven't met yet. Yeah. And, huh. um, really? Only... Huh? That for real? Yeah, I get that a lot. Deja yeah. vu from the Don't dreams. That freak you out? Yeah, it does. Because in the moment, I'll have it, and then I'll stop for a second and go, "Hey." <laughs> go for and it. like, because yeah. and sometimes I I wake up thinking about them. Like, what does that mean? Because sometimes it doesn't come true, but sometimes right. it's right on the money, yeah. right on the money. Well, speaking of deja vu, George Carlin once talked about a similar phenomenon. Just had, uh, just call that's weird. Just had that little feeling. You ever get that funny little, that kind of feeling, that vuja day? <laughs> you know, not deja vu. This is vuja day. This is the strange feeling that somehow none of this has ever happened before. Oh, George Carlin. How I miss you. Well... Uh, I'm right. not gonna. T- I'm not gonna speak for myself, but yes. uh, Mike uh, once said to me, "This is all about my brother, isn't it?" This, yeah, you know, it is. Weird. Ooh, dish out I'd, the I'd dirt. Be... What kind of stupid dreams did he have? Yeah, well, he he dreamt, and I think he mentioned it on this show once, or maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, he he dreamt that I died. He, dr- he dreamt that I, I was in an accident or something, and uh-huh. um, yeah, he ended up going to. A hospital or uh, yeah and and going through um that trauma of of seeing me pass away or or hearing that i passed and he was absolutely devastated yeah. and i think it, i think it affected him in a sense that oh my god i, I should speak to my brother a little bit more and yeah. it lasted about a day interesting um, <laughs> hey man yeah. i just want you to know i care about you let's talk again tomorrow Hey, you yeah. want to talk again tomorrow? Huh? What? I don't want to talk to you. What are you talking about? Get away. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Oh, that's uh, one, yeah, one so I can think of how it's affected people, but yeah, yeah not me. Go figure. Okay. Maybe I should start a dream podcast then. Fuck me. Every, like, people have been know, spooked right? by my answers. I should start a dream podcast. Go ahead there. <laughs> Derek Sides. I, I dreamt I was on a film set. Right. Goodbye. Uh, oh, now Chinner's on there. Chinna, back in the day. Yeah, whatever, Chinna. Uh, you're too late. You don't get to be on this yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's time for some speak pipes. Speak. Oh, wait. We don't have any speak pipes. Everybody sent nothing. Thanks a lot. Uh, it's it's possible that we've gotten some speak pipes, but it just hasn't been forwarded to me. Um, Chinny, was, of course, was in, uh, Chinna was in the A&E and Stu's away, so we'll have extra ch- speak pipes next week so brace yourselves for that it's time for a shout out hey go ahead antonio what you got to shout out to who i'm gonna shout out my now help me move because that was a ball like yes uh i legit don't have anyone i didn't like two hours ago i didn't know i'd be here 
I was sweating <laughs> with other sweaty men. Don't really look yeah, too much. Well, shout out some sweaty men then. I'll shout out the guy who kept looking at me really weirdly in the gym. Cheers, man. All right. Thank you, weird-looking man in the gym. <laughs> it wasn't a weird-looking man. He kept looking at me weirdly. Well, no, I mean weird-looking as Up and down, up and down. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, he liked what he saw. What, what, what can you do? Pete, who do you want to shout out? Uh, I'm going to shout out the veteran gamers. Yeah. All of you, yeah. Especially you, Duke. You've, yeah. Uh, you've held it up tonight. You've uh, Barely. Yeah, you've, you've put on a wicked show. Um, and yeah. thank you for inviting me on as a, as oh, a podcast virgin. Yeah. At least I can say I've done it before. You've done a now. great job, by the way. I mean, I've, I've been around when people have done their first show, and it's often been, you know, hesitant. They're nervous. They stumble on their words. You've done an excellent job, so... Well, well you paid me three thousand dollars. So I've what the to... fuck are you talking about? I paid not that. Chinny said that money was going to help needy orphans. Yeah, I'm an orphan. Oh, really? Um, I didn't realize that. Yeah, okay. that's something else you didn't know about. I thought you had What's a job. How are you a needy one? orphan if you have a job and kids? No, everybody else is black haired. I'm ginger. Okay, anyway, fair enough. Um, yeah, so shout out <laughs> veteran gamers, uh, and I'll also one more shout out to Shell, my beautiful girl. Yay! Uh, she's swam two miles today and she's worked her socks off for it and i'm so proud of her so she doesn't even miss the show well there you go i will shout out the duchess because she's also awesome she didn't swim seven miles today but she's also great she was helping (laughs) out with uh the occupy madison was doing some sales of things for the tiny homes village so trying to help people who are formerly homeless i will shout out everybody who is in the chat commander root electrical longboard electrical skateboard if those two people don't know each other they've got to become friends because i mean those are some very similar usernames uh land fusion pyro steel soul brother one and then someone whose username is yatanother podcast i don't know it's weird usernames that's what's going on in the chat today weird usernames get it because there's Antonio and his, uh, I actually do have another shout out. I do actually oh, want to shout out Chinna, the fake chin. Yes, I want to shout out the fake chin because he came on uh, Gabbing About episode 5, which I'm loading probably tomorrow now. Oh, sweet. And that was the longest episode yet, nearly three hours long. Oh, my God. And I thought I'd only have Chin for like 20 minutes. I didn't want well, to take yeah. up much of his time, but nope. Like it's the, I looked at the wavelengths. I looked at the waveforms, and I have about an eight for the waveform, and Damn. Chin has the rest. Oh, well, Chin, I should say, sorry, has the rest. Well, it's not like he takes a long time to edit things that he's got in raw format. Get it? Uh, I will also shout out Harley Dan. He recommended me a podcast about this cult leader online who's trying to get her people to commit suicide. The people listening to me about Chartreuse Swan or something. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, No, but it's the the teal swan or something. I don't know what the hell her name is, but. Hardly Dan told me about this podcast, and it sounds very interesting. I've got a million podcasts already on my... In fact, my phone was just belly aching at me today because it's like, you have too much stuff on your phone. Delete some things. And I was like, I can't. But anyway. Um, yeah, so thanks to him, and thanks to uh, you guys for filling in, Antonio and Pete. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, word. Uh, anything else people want to say? No, end the fucking show. That's a wrap, If people. you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts. 
similar in vein to ours, Again, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Podcasts, some have all kinds podcasts. of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk no, about RPGs. Many, say. Come on, yeah. Some might say that. No, no one says that. And of course, you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So <laughs> check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. The end of the show. You fucking pricks. Turn the podcast off. Oh, wait, you don't need to do that because it'll turn off when it ends. Why don't you listen to another podcast? You won't grateful podcast. <laughs> so there you go. Why don't you? Haha, I'm playing all the stuff that Shitty doesn't want to hear. I'm <laughs> like, freaking Yeah, that's right. Duke, you have been so quiet tonight with these clips. I, I know, I, that's because I can't. If I'm yeah. if I'm busy running the stream and getting YouTube clips and changing what it says we're talking about, I don't have time to be playing sound clips. <laughs> Never I come on and don't get the full shot. experience I don't get interrupted by sound effects all the time. I know, right? But we've Duke, loved it anyway. Lay off the sound effects. Alright, well that's a wrap. Well done, <sighs> people. Lovely. Thank you. And stop.